Hi everybody, Lori here, and welcome to an episode of the podcast for Growing Globals. I thought today I'd have a little bit of fun here and introduce myself, tell you a little bit more about your hostess with the mostess, (laughs) and who I am, and um, some of you have heard my story of how I got started, but about me, myself, and I, well, obviously there's lots to tell, so let's try and do it today like... um, like a game show lightning round. Um, my name is Lori hyphen Ann, as my family often refers to me as. Um, my mom, when she had me, forgot to give me a middle name. That's the story that she sticks with. And so she wanted to hyphenate my first name. So um, you know that you are in the company of my family when you hear somebody call me Lori Ann. They're the only people in this world that call me that. And um, they're the only people who I actually let them get away with it. <laughs> my business is Growing Globals, as you know, as you're listening to this podcast today. But um, Growing, growing Global story is relatively new, but it's come from a really deep rooted and long awaited dream come true. And um, I'm so excited to bring it to the world and bring it forward and bring it into the lives of more moms and their children, because I know it's going to make such a difference. Um, My my original business that I've been doing for six years now is the Mojo Mama. And the tagline is helping moms turn their shit show into their mojo because that's exactly what I did. It took me several years to kind of figure it out and do it um, in my own life. And then I've taken all of the best things that I've learned as a mom and as an avid reader and a voracious learner. And I turned it around and I started to help moms just, you know, get a hold of their life and figure this motherhood thing out as best as we can. And so that's been my really fun business. And it's beautiful and it's wonderful. And I've met some incredible women along the way. And um, I just really adore this business and doing it online because I get to work with women from all over the world. My hometown is in Thunder Bay, Ontario, Canada. So I am in Northern Ontario. It's a small community of about 120,000 people. And I was born and raised here. I've lived here for the majority of my life and all of my immediate family is here. Um, It's a nice small town. Um, I really love it. We're really lucky in the sense that anywhere you drive, it takes you anywhere about 15, 20 minutes to get anywhere in town. So that's wonderful. And then also we're really close to the water and I have a beautiful, my husband and my son and I, we have a beautiful place on Lake Superior and um, we are so fortunate and it's literally like a 35, 40 minute drive from our our home in the city, for lack of a better word. And I, I really, really love it. My best feature, I would say, is that I am caring. I have a really big heart and a lot of times I wear that heart on my sleeve. 
I try to sometimes, you know, be the tough and rumble and put up a brave face. But I tell you, you get me a, an episode of Oprah and I'm a crier. Um, you get me to talk about my son. I'm a crier. You get me to talk about my family. You'll see tears. And um, But let me tell you, if you're my friend and I love you to bits and you're in my life, I'll do anything for you. So my worst quality, I would say, is my impatience. So a lot of times I do love on people, but if I find that, you know, something isn't up my up my street or if I find it's a waste of time or things aren't progressing as quick as I like to, I'm super impatient. <laughs> and um, maybe, you know, it's from 20 some odd years of being in the education sector and really and truly every day telling people what to do. Um, I really like to have my own way. <clears throat> and sometimes maybe people might think that's a bad quality. My first pet. Oh, for the longest time growing up, we did not have pets. And then all of a sudden we got a dog. His name was Murray. He was a golden, no, sorry. He was a, he was a, he was like a lassie dog. He was a collie. And, um, it's funny because my parents had two dogs in my, um, while I was going to school. And then I ended up finding out after I, I'm allergic to them. So, and at one point we had two dogs. So we had, the first dog was Murray. Uh, he was a collie. He was super gentle, not very bright. And <laughs> we loved him to bits and he was spoiled. And then my parents got a golden retriever named Bronwyn. My dad named the, the, the pets. And, um, it's funny. She was so hyper. I think she was four when she finally grabbed her brain. And then we lost Bronny to, um, overbreeding cancer in the, the breeder. And, uh, we've never gotten a dog. My parents never got another dog because it was just way too hard to say goodbye to them. Anybody who's ever had a pet and lost it, you feel me, you know exactly what it's like. They're a part of your family. And when they go, whoo, it's a toughie. Uh, pet peeve. Oh, I have a few of them. One of them is chewing with your mouth open when we're out for dinner or it it doesn't matter anywhere. If I'm eating with you and you're chewing with your mouth open, it's a pet peeve. And right now I have an eight year old who is all about chewing with his mouth open, like so loud that sometimes I can't hear the TV if we're having a snack before bed or whatever it is. But Uh, that's one of my pet peeves. Another pet peeve in the online business is people saying that they're one way online. And then when I know in real life, they're not that really, that really gets my goat. And I'm finding that anybody can say whatever they want online and then they can turn around and just do whatever in the comfort of their home and not really, not really uh, man up or woman up to their business. And I really think that's um, awful. And I'm finding it's happening too often. But at least I know the only person I can control is myself. And so I don't do that. Um, my weekend hobby would be, as I mentioned previously, that we have a place out on Lake Superior. We have a log cabin home. It's gorgeous. We're on about an acre and a little bit of land. And um we're in a very nice small bay. So we're not right out on Lake Superior, which is super rough. Um, so the weekend hobby is 
usually on a Friday when everyone's done work in school, we head out to the house and we're kind of loners on the weekend, to be honest with you. As much as I love to entertain and have people over, sometimes it's really nice just to disconnect and get away. And I can tell you, as you're driving down the highway and um, you're going towards the house, it's really nice. You can kind of feel yourself just starting to relax and get into the zone. One of the my favorite things to do is we have movie nights out at our house because we don't have internet and we don't have cable television or any kind of television. So we rely on movies and or board games. And then in the winter, my favorite thing to do is to have my Christmas tree as early as I can and sit around a nice, beautiful, roaring fire. Ice cream flavor is chocolate. I don't think I've I've tasted other ice creams, but to go out and buy an ice cream and consume it, it has to have something with chocolate. I think the most, um, like I'm not very brave when it comes to trying others because I don't want to waste my money on an ice cream that I won't like. So my newest favorite one is peanut butter cup chocolate. It's delish. Um, my dream vacation, I'm looking at it right now in front of me on a board that I have in my office and that's in Bali. I would really love to not only go there but take other mums there and have a beautiful retreat in Bali. Um, guilty pleasure, nachos. So I thought, you know, like most people like nachos, you know, I haven't met a person who doesn't really like them. But I'm kind of like, I could eat them every day. And you know you can't do that because once you get into your 40s, everything you eat, like a minute on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. So as the saying goes, so as much as I'd love to consume them every day, I really know that I can't. But then I found my husband and he's just as obsessed with them as I am. So we really try to limit how many times a week we have them. But at least once a week, especially on the weekends, we're diving in. I am an only child, my husband is an only child, and we only have one child. And it was funny because I remember, I often tell this story, um, I remember having our son, it was very quick, um, it was all natural, it was really good, I, I had like I had a great birthing story, I know people don't want to hear that either, but sorry mamas, but um, uh, he came really quick and it was really fast. And I remember, you know, the midwives are still running around after and I have the baby on the chest and my mom comes in and she's like, this is literally like 15 minutes after I've had my son. And she's like, wow, that went so well. I think you should have another. And I was like, I just went through this. <laughs> so we only have one little guy and we love it. Um, we really debated about if we wanted to have children back and forth, my husband and I. And, you know, we were like, we really like our lifestyle and we really like, you know, traveling. And we did a lot of that before we had our little guy. And then we just said, well, let's just throw caution to the wind. And away he came and he's the best thing ever. Um, I've been born and raised in Thunder Bay. Like I said, I went to high school and university here. All my immediate family lives here. I was the first one in our family to attend post-secondary education, which was really exciting. And I was also the first one to move out of town. So I moved out of town and I lived in Rainy River, Ontario, was the first place that I got a teaching gig. And I worked and taught there for one year. And I was the only English teacher in the entire school. So I taught grade nine to 12 English. 
coached volleyball while I was there as well. It was lots of fun. And when I rent Rainy River, um, they have six streets in Rainy. They're called 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, and 6th. And there are no street lights. It's just a beautiful small town. And I've met some really wonderful people that I still keep in contact with today and and consider really good friends. So um, I had the choice of either living above the bakery or living on the second floor of an old folks home. Now they rented out a room in the old folks home for the new teachers that came to town. And I was like, I remember saying to my parents, I'm like, I can't live above a bakery. Could you imagine how great that would smell? Like I would have been down there eating constantly. Like it wouldn't have been a good thing. So I lived in the second floor of an old folks home and it was really interesting. It was really good. It was really cute. Um, and then I moved back to Thunder Bay, taught there for a little bit more And then I had a girlfriend say, listen, there's a job opening in a school that I'm teaching at in Calgary. And so I went down to Calgary during Stampede. Now, I don't know if any of you mamas or anyone that's listening have ever been to Stampede, but you really need to go in Calgary, Alberta. It's one of the best times they say that you can have with your boots on. And I went there during Stampede, had my um, interview, got the job, and I went and taught there for four years. I taught... In the hood, um, we had I you know had bars on my window windows, and we literally had a full time police officer up until, or like on staff, and up until this day, to to this day, and that was like twenty years ago. My mom does not know that. I never told her that I had a full time police officer on staff, um, and let's keep it that way because. <laughs> She probably won't listen to this episode because <laughs> she thinks she knows all about me. But that's one thing I've never told her. And let's let's not spoil it. OK, let's keep it on the DL. Um, I'm a drama teacher and English teacher by trade. And so because I've um, been a drama teacher, I've been on some small um, theaters and in some small theater productions. And I got to tell you, I love it. You put me on a stage, watch me go. So I love public speaking. I love being in front of a big crowd. Um, yeah, I don't mind it at all. And then I've had 20 years of speaking on like basically kind of little stages every day, um, in front of high school students. And I use a lot of those skill set that I've learned along the way. And a lot of those tricks about public speaking when I actually get on really big stages (laughs) and speak. Um, yeah, so I don't want to bore you with any more details. Um, that's the, the nitty gritty. And I'm really someone who is passionate about change. So when I see something that needs to be changed and needs to be done, um, I won't just complain about it. I'll actually take actions to do it. And that's what Growing Globals is all about for me, is that I really recognize um, how the support systems that our children need and in this you know day and age and having taught thousands of children and having spoken with hundreds of parents over the years i have a pretty good grasp on what our children need and ever evolving 
So I'm very excited to meet you. I'm very excited to have you here listening. Thank you so much for indulging me today and letting me tell you a little bit about myself. And then hopefully you feel better about maybe being part of what I'm doing and being part of our kind of group and our posse as we make our way to change and raise little global citizens one mama at a time. I can't wait to meet you. Please don't be shy. Um, You know, if you're seeing this on our Facebook page, write in the comments and introduce yourself. I'd love to connect. And um, we'll take, take care and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.